Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to the 7-in-1 podcast. I'm Vocals and I feel so privileged to be with you again this week. Thank you for listening. I sincerely appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Now, before I bulldoze forward into this week's talk, I want to address some of the fear-driven statements that I believe are roadblocks to prohibiting many of us from taking the first step to pursuing our dreams. And I ask that you listen carefully to see if any of these sound familiar to you. Statements such as, I can't. It's too hard to accomplish. I'm not good enough. Nobody needs what I have. Who am I? I'm broke. I'm not educated enough. What if I fail? I'm too young or I'm too old. I've tried and failed before. I'm not sure I can handle the pressure that comes with success. Those are just a few of the negative statements that I personally have rehearsed over and over in my mind. And by doing so, it has stripped me of my confidence and I let the least little thing distract me and I come up with every excuse as to why I cannot move forward. So this week's podcast title is, You're Afraid, So What Now? You're Afraid, So What Now? Let's go! There's a quote by an unknown author that says, A head full of fears has no space for dreams. A head full of fears has no space for dreams. The reason many of us, myself included, feel stuck and lost when it comes to our passion is because we have allowed fear to suck the very life out of our dreams. Again, the quote says, a head full of fears has no space for dreams. So in other words, we're letting our thoughts take complete control of our lives. And if there are positive thoughts, then we should be doing okay and we should be in a good place or moving to a better place. But if they're negative thoughts, then they could be debilitating us. And that's not a good thing. I'm speaking to you from experience. There have been times when I felt physically paralyzed at the very thought, the very thought of speaking to someone that I've wanted to meet or stepping out on a business venture that I felt would be good for me. And it wasn't because of anything anyone said. It wasn't because I was in any type of physical danger, but I allowed my fears to control my life and thereby control my actions. And it has kept me just in this loop of just starting over, starting over, doing the same thing, starting over, never being able to conquer that fear and actually get to the next phase because I stopped because I let fear paralyze me. Let's go. So let's define the word fear. Dictionary.com has the best definition for the word. It says, fear is a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, evil, or pain, whether the threat is real or imagined. Fear is the feeling or condition of being afraid. I'm going to read it again. Fear is a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger, fear, or pain, whether the threat is real or imagined. Fear is the feeling or condition of being afraid. Now, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to use the words fear and afraid interchangeably because you use one word to define the other. So in my mind, that means the same thing. Let's go. I want to use this analogy and I want you to kind of go with me with this one now. All right. So when a baby starts his or her journey to walking, 
For them, the most terrifying experience next to like actually being birthed on this planet is the journey of learning to walk. They start by rolling around and you have to watch them, especially if they're on the bed or a sofa because they'll roll right off. Now, my mama is a firm believer of you put a pallet on the floor and sit that baby on there so they won't fall and hurt themselves. I was raised right. And then they move from rolling around to scooting on their knees, which is the cute phase where they're just like scooting in one place. Like they think they're moving or they're trying to move, but they can't quite get the motion of crawling. So I love that phase. Then they transition to holding on to things and walking around. So they're holding on to everything, whether it's stable or not. They don't know. They're just holding on to everything, just trying to get around and move to get where they want to go. The kicker comes when they have to let go and stand up by themselves. Now, in the beginning, the babies are so afraid of standing up. And I'm not exactly sure. It's been so long since I've been a baby. I'm not sure what the fear is, but it may be the fear of just tilting over. It may be the fear of somebody just walking by them and knocking them over. They may be afraid that their legs are going to just take off and they're not going to be able to control them and they're not going to know where they're going. But eventually, after much practice and muscle building and strengthening, they get it. They get how to walk and they most babies start walking at some point. And Theodore Roosevelt, the 26th president of the United States, said, Believe you can do it and you're halfway there. Believe you can do it and you are halfway there. So after practicing, studying, and again, strengthening their muscles, babies figure out how to walk. They understand the concept of first gaining their balance, steadying themselves, then putting one leg in front of the other. There's a quote by Joe Duncan, who's an up-and-coming motivational speaker. I would just encourage you guys to go follow him on Facebook. He is absolutely incredible. He says, you build yourself up over time, not overnight. You build yourself up over time, not overnight. So whatever it was that they feared, they somehow faced that threat and overcame that threat. And they see everybody else walking, so they're like, okay, this can't be that bad. If everybody around me is walking, this threat of me tilting over or whatever else, it can't be that bad. And they overcome it and they do it. You actually overcame it and you did it. You overcame the fear of walking and you walk by yourself. So I have a few questions that I want you to ponder on today and for the remainder of this week. The first question is, why are you afraid to pursue your dreams? What's the why? What's the thing that pops in your head when you start strategizing and planning and making moves? Are you afraid of losing something? Is it a person? Is it financial? Is it the lack of experience or education? And my final question is, is the threat real or imagined? Is the threat real or imagined? So again, the definition of fear is a distressing emotion aroused by impending danger or pain, whether the threat is real or imagined. Let's go. And truthfully, many of us need to do a real self-evaluation. And I always refer to us in these podcasts and not just you because I am serious about being on this journey with you. I feel invested in us. I want to see more people doing what they love, not just doing what they can do to get a paycheck. And the goal of 7-in-1 is to motivate, inspire, and encourage you so the sleeping giant can be awakened within. 
So what do I mean by the sleeping giant? The sleeping giant is that God-given gift, talent, skill, idea that you have tried for so many years to suppress because you were too afraid to let it out. You were too afraid to pursue it. The sleeping giant is that thing that you were put on this earth to do that you and only you can do in order to make this world a better place. The world needs what you have, whether you think they do or not. Will you give us what you have or will you continue to let fear dictate your life? I said about three weeks ago, according to the World Clock website, that there are 7.5 billion people on the planet and all the inventions have not been invented yet. All the messages have not been released yet. All the ideas have not gotten out yet. There is somebody on this earth that needs what you have. Will you give it to them or will you let fear stop you from helping them get to the next level in life? Let's go. New York Times bestselling author Mandy Hale says, 10 years from now, make sure you can say that you chose your life. You didn't settle for it. 10 years from now, make sure you can say that you chose your life. You didn't settle for it. You're afraid, so what now? You're afraid, so what now? You're not the first person to ever fear stepping into the unknown, and you won't be the last. Everyone was at some point in their journey afraid of something. Renee Jacquez wrote an article in 2013 titled 16 Wildly Successful People Who Overcame Huge Obstacles to Get There. I'll put the link to the article on the website soon. She talks about how one of the richest men on the planet, Bill Gates, who I'm pretty sure you've heard his story time and time again. Like, we know his story. He dropped out of Harvard. His first business failed. He went on to build Microsoft, the empire that we know today as Microsoft, you know, whoop de doo Yeah, but you know, let's, let's stop. Let's pause for a minute. He dropped out of college. You could have said, okay, I'm not educated enough. His first business failed. He could have said, oh, I failed. I'm, I, I can't do this again. And this showed me that, okay, I tried and I didn't succeed, so I can't do this. And then trust me, he didn't just walk out of a failed business and just build Microsoft the same day. They didn't just drive from that meeting that they, the guy said, no, we don't want you. They didn't just drive from that meeting and go home and then like find some computer parts and start building, you know, the next Microsoft greatest laptop. No, that didn't happen. They had failures even in building Microsoft, their Microsoft empire. And trust me, they could have said, okay, I'm done with this. I tried it. I tried again. They say, if at first you don't see, try, try again. So they got like two tries in there. I had two tries and I failed. Microsoft didn't just jump off the ground. They had some battles that they had to overcome even in that. But they did not quit. Gates did not quit. Another person, Stephen King. And you've seen his commercials for his books on TV. If you, even if you haven't purchased one of his books or read one of his books, this man is amazing. But what you don't see in those commercials and in those movies and the subtitles was that his first book was rejected 30 times by 30 different publishers. And you know what? The last time, the 30th time, he gave up. He said, listen, I'm done with this. He threw it in the trash can. He was like, look, this is just not for me. 30, you know, again, if at first you don't succeed, try, try. I did 30 times. I tried, 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 tried. And it still didn't do anything. He threw it in the trash. But his wife said, no. She got out the trash and she said, finish the book. And he did. And now this man has sold over 350 million copies of his books. And there are countless stories about that. 
Tyler Perry spent all his money on this play. I talked about him about three weeks ago. Spent all the money he had on this play. It bombed. He came back, did it again. It was a success. Boom, bam, day. There you go. Let's go. Tim Ferriss, author and entrepreneur, says, People will choose unhappiness over uncertainty. People will choose unhappiness over uncertainty. And it's one thing to have a nine to five that you love and enjoy going to every day. You feel invested in the company and all is well on that front. This may not be the talk for you. Be honest, this may not be the talk for you. This week, I'm solely focusing on the people that dread going to work every single day. The ones who are just barely getting by in their jobs. I'm talking to those people who, like me, have anxiety attacks at the very thought of going back to misery. And I know you look around and you see other people and they seem to be happy and enjoying what they do, enjoying where they are, and the place is wonderful, and you're thinking, what is wrong with me? And I'm here to tell you, there's nothing wrong with you per se, and there's nothing wrong with the people that you work with. The problem is, is that you're in the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing for the wrong people. And I know this because I have been in the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing for the wrong people. So what are you going to do? Are you going to let fear keep you in misery? Are you going to keep telling yourself, I can't, I'm not good enough, I'm not educated enough, I'm not smart enough? Marie Forleo, television host and motivational speaker, said, A key to success is to start before you're ready. A key to success is to start before you are ready. Let me tell you, there will never be a perfect time to start. There will ne- you will never have enough money. You will never have enough time. The stars will never align just perfectly so you can do and go and be at the perfect time. That will not happen. There will always be an obstacle. There will always be something in your way that will make you think, oh, this is not the right time. But Marie says a key to success is to start before you are ready. And Dr. Steve Maraboli says, an inch of movement will bring you closer to your goals than a mile of intentions. An inch of movement will bring you closer to your goals than a mile of intentions. And for some of you, you might be thinking, well, what is the inch of movement? Like, I don't know what the inch of movement is. What's my inch of movement? For some of you, the inch of movement is doing what I said three weeks ago, sitting down with a pad and a piece of paper and writing down the things that you have desired to do over the course of your life what things do you enjoy what things don't do you like what things do you think you could possibly do write it down for some of you it's building a website you can design t-shirts wear your website for some of you it's as simple as changing jobs that could be your inch of movement and for some of you it's cleaning up your stinking thinking So our inch of movement is going to be starting out with removing the bad thoughts and replacing them with positive thoughts. What you tell yourself over and over matters. It doesn't matter how you dress. It doesn't matter how you speak. It doesn't matter how intelligent other people or you think you are. It doesn't matter what people think of you. It doesn't matter what people say about you. What matters is what you think about yourself. And the driver of our lives are our thoughts. What drives our lives are the things that we are constantly saying to ourselves. And so listen, I'm making a commitment to you. And I'm asking you to make a commitment to me. 
to spend five minutes every day for 30 days starting March 1st, 2017. We're going to clean up our thinking. And I want you to recite out loud the following. I will be the person I was put on this earth to be. I will accomplish whatever I put in my mind to. I am good enough. Somebody in this world needs what I have. I am strong, I am smart, and I will conquer whatever the day sets before me. I am the only person that can stop me. And since I have chosen to get out of my way, I will do great things. I will be the person I was put on this earth to be. I will accomplish whatever I put my mind to. I am good enough. Somebody in this world needs what I have. I am strong. I am smart. I will conquer whatever the day sets before me. I am the only person that can stop me. And since I have chosen to get out of my way, I will do great things. Let's go. Now, I'm making this challenge to you to commit to do this for 30 days to clean up my thinking. And I'm hoping that you will commit also to me to clean up your thinking for the next 30 days starting March 1st. We can do this. I'm going to stand with you and I'm asking you to stand with me. And we're going to start and we're going to make 2017 our year that we pursue our dreams. Now, real quick, I'm going to go over the quotes that we reviewed in this week's podcast. Again, thank you a million times over for listening. I sincerely appreciate it. The unknown author says, a head full of fears has no space for dreams. Joe Duncan says, you build yourself up over time, not overnight. Mandy Hill says, 10 years from now, make sure you can say you chose your life. You didn't settle for it. Tim Ferriss says, people will choose unhappiness over uncertainty. Marie Forleo says, a key to success is to start before you are ready. Dr. Steve Maraboli says, an inch of movement will bring you closer to your goals than a mile of intentions. All right, so that's my time. Thank you guys a million times over again for listening to the 7-in-1 podcast. I sincerely appreciate it. And listen, if you have any feedback or whatever, or if you want to tell me, listen, I'm standing with you and taking this challenge. Please send me an email at elderj at billionent.com. So that's E-L-D-E-R-J at B-I-L-L-I-O-N-E-N-T dot com. I would love to hear from you guys. And that's our podcast this week. I sincerely appreciate you listening. And I will see you next week. Vocals out.